0: I'm Athena Silver, I'm Anya River, and we are the Rebel Crow. Athena is a professional psychic medium and tarot reader, among other things. Anya is a tarot reader and an astrologer, among other things. We are so excited to invite you to check out our weekly podcast, where we have fun talking about magic, tarot, mythology, astrology, and everything witchy. Find us on YouTube and on all major podcasting platforms at the Rebel Crow Psychic Show. Um, we put out a podcast episode weekly. Um, you can find more information at Psychic Show.com. everyone. Welcome back to the Rebel Crow Psychic Show with your host, Athena Silver. We have a fantastic guest on. We're going to be talking all about the consciousness of plants, plant medicine, and working with the spirits of the plants. We will be right back. Welcome back, everyone. We have a great author on today. Her name is Emma Farrell and her book is Journey to Plant Spirits all about plant consciousness, healing, and natural magic practices. Thanks for coming on, Emma. It's fantastic to speak to you about this amazing book. It was so interesting to read.
1: Oh, hi. Thank you. It's a real honor to be on your show, and I'm so pleased you enjoyed the book.
0: (laughs) Oh, I definitely did, Um, especially the part where you're talking about working with the plants and introducing them in a one-on-one fashion that was very interesting part of the book you know spoiler alert for anybody (laughs) so tell me a little bit about yourself how do you how do you bring um knowledge into this great practice like where does it come from for you
1: Um, it comes from spending time with the plants so the the book itself outlines um, the basic structure of how i get to know the plants um, on a spiritual and metaphysical level. Mm-hmm. And I've just done that um, for, for many years. And so the book outlines how to work with the medicine wheel, but how to do plant diets as well. So how to spend a, a certain amount of time, and it could be anything from like three days to, um, you know, a month or or longer, mm-hmm. a few months. So the book outlines how to perform a plant diet. And this is a, a period of time that you set to spend time with a plant and to get to know it and one individual plant. And so it could be anything from three days up to a year. Um, And so generally, I like to do a lunar month, so that Mm -hmm. I can experience the plant through all my kind of fluctuations of energies throughout the, the, the month. But This is how we get to know plants on both a physical and a metaphysical level. And it's really the metaphysical level that I've been really interested in. Although herbalism, of course, is, you know, in the botany, et cetera, is very valid in its own right. And is important uh, to have a basis in that from which you then build on to get to know the holistic plant. But um, so my knowledge and, and kind of wisdom, I suppose, comes directly from the plant. and 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 then and so the book introduces how to start to get to know the plants and how to then and then you just repeat that process as much as you like and then as that's as time's gone on I've worked with the plant spirits in a much a very co-creational way to help my clients as well so it's moved from kind of working for myself individually to to then helping others.
0: I love that. that it, it definitely comes across in the book. Uh, I agree with you, working with the plant throughout the month makes a big difference because we do pull energies at different times of the, the lunar uh, sway. But I've noticed that with this book, I love how you go back to square one, to basics, to why these practices are important and where they come from. You included a lot of really interesting traditions. Can you speak a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so I work within the Celtic tradition, you know, um, I've got Celtic blood, I live in Celtic lands. <laughs> and so um, I work with Celtic plants and I work with um, the Celtic medicine wheel. And so even though the medicine wheel is is has been worked with for since beginnerless time, I think Absolutely. it's one of those... It's one of those um, systems that is is just it's got a true tradition in that it doesn't have any beginning really, mm-hmm. and it's it's just widespread because it just encapsulates um, all that is you know it's it, it's it's based on the four directions or, or the seven directions, um, and and there are many different medicine wheels um, in different uh, cultures like the Native American culture for instance is very similar. The, the, the Celtic tradition that I work within, and, and, and again, you don't have to do this, you know, everybody can choose their own magical system. Um, but it's just such a profound um, mode of understanding our life and, and reality and, and really bringing that kind of sacredness into to the work. Because when we approach the plant spirits, this is a sacred work that we're doing. Absolutely. And when we approach them in this way that's when they respond and we have to really get back to that sacredness within us and so by working with ritual with working by working with um with the medicine wheel to encapsulate your ritual and and bringing it down into the earth plane all all of your um your intentions etc then it really helps give us a connection between the physical world and the spiritual world which we really need you know because That's we a, and it's
0: we, important, it's important, yeah. To we
1: do it that way, yeah. We really seem to have lost connection, especially in the West, and so it's a yeah. great way, um, to get back in contact with that.
0: Absolutely, I was interested, I didn't know the Celtics had your own kind of wheel because I was familiar with uh the medicine when wheel through uh Native American practice and um uh, I'm not sure if you know what that is. Um, Yes, it's it's folk, it's folk healing through yeah. uh, through the Native uh, American traditions in the Southwest. And it's found a lot in um, Central Mexico, Central America, South America, and also the Caribbean, which is where my knowledge comes from. The Caribbean. Right.
1: Okay. Wow. <laughs> but it, I had no idea that you guys the wheel made it all the way across over yeah. there. <laughs> well, I think it's all over the world. Um, Absolutely. And, and I think in the Celtic tradition, really, it comes from the the sorry the Celtic cross, the, mm-hmm. the cross with the, the medicine wheel with the cross within the circle. Um, you know, this used to be known as the fairy crossroads in, in these lands because you could it, it can, you can open it as a portal to go into the other world. And, and we have a very rich history and folklore of the other world traditions in, in the British Isles. And so that really comes through when you start working with this, um, with this device, if you like, this, the, the medicine wheel in its traditional form, because you're tapping into the morphogenetic field of the medicine wheel within that tradition. And so all of that that our ancestors have put in, all of the, the work that they've done themselves and all those connections they've made, and very much so through the plants, then we can tap into that wisdom as well. And so, um, you know, we're not just kind of working in isolation, we can really um, thank our ancestors and be honored to be walking in their footsteps by by working in the same way as them.
0: It's truly ingenious how they came up with this concept, like thousands of years ago, and it's such a roadmap, when you're doing any kind of inner work, Uh, you know, exactly where you're going to go. And when you introduce plants into it, it's just, it, it goes together so seamlessly which is why, you know, I was so drawn to that part of your book. Um, it just, the, I just never put those two together. And it just, it, and then when you laid it out the way that you did, I was like, oh, those things go together.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, there's correspondences between plants, yeah. planets, directions, times of day. And so um, I just work with the correspondences within the plant and and, and the associations that the plant has to those directions and planets etc so that you can start to understand the energetic framework of that the pr- that particular plant that you're working with works within so you mm-hmm. can start to really understand the plant when you understand all its correspondences and and its folklore you know I really like diving into the folklore of a plant because it really brings it alive and so you can yeah. really start to understand its spirit you, you, you have to be a little bit careful with folklore because some of it comes from a fear perspective but um but the early folklore um is really based in a in a lot of of wisdom um of, of what the plants can do on a, on that kind of magical and metaphysical level so it's it's but it's important not to be kind of limited to that because you know the plants evolve as well and so they we're creating our own folklore today i suppose but
0: i'm always partial to the darker sides of folklore because it's it's a cautionary lesson. It's those stories come about when people reach further than they should go further, you know, into the unknown than they should. And we get great stories about the forest and the trees and, you know, it's fear based, but it's spiritual as well.
1: Absolutely. You know, and uh, there's a shadow side to everything, you know, so we have to accept that we live in this world of duality and we have to balance that the the darkness as well as the light you know we can't be just kind of so drawn to the light and we just bypass the shadow because the shadow is actually where all the good stuff is
0: (laughs) oh i have the inner workings of a serious cave witch If we were back in the day, I'd be in my cave with my fire.
1: I'd probably be joining you because um, I'm always drawn drawn (laughs) to the shadow plants. The plants that really take you into those kind of shadowy places within the psyche that can really help you to to shine a light of awareness, you know, onto onto those hidden aspects of yourself that, that, you know, we've been kind of fearful of looking at. But Absolutely. what the plants do and all plants do this, you know, they help to, to to show us and they help to reflect our consciousness back at us so that we can see ourselves more clearly and resolve those issues within ourselves that we've just kind of been sweeping under the carpet a little bit or, you know, not wanting to look at. But when we look at them, we remember something about ourselves that we'd forgotten. And so when we look at all the different plants and what they do on this kind of spiritual level and this emotional level, they really help us, you know, they're so benevolent Take to this place of balance and harmony within nature, which mm-hmm. is where we've come from and hopefully where we're going back to.
0: So tell me, are you a gardener yourself? What do you grow?
1: <laughs> a little bit of a gardener. I do enjoy uh, growing plants um, I grow medicine plants, obviously. I grow a lot. Of, yeah, I grow a lot of Artemisia's. So I've got a big um, I've got a, a, a big kind of plantation that's just gone in to before the winter to kind of root mm-hmm. in. And then um, that'll be red. That'll just kind of grow itself through from the spring onwards. Um, but mugwort, wormwood, um, a lot of wild St. John's wort I'm cultivating as well. Mullein. So just a lot of the, the medicine plants, really. But Hearing Artemisia. that tells
0: me exactly what kind of healer you are. No. <laughs> I can tell you work with protection stuff.
1: <laughs> well, you know, the, protect, the plants are protective for a reason. Yeah, they're usually yes. the most transformational plants, and they're the ones oh, that I'm absolutely. interested in. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I'm a rosemary girl over here.
1: Um, okay, and sage, beautiful.
0: I grow a lot of different varieties of sage. Oh, um, wow. I have this thing where I like to grow what I use during the year so that yeah. I'm not buying it and, and bringing energy from other places into my yeah. medicine. So I, I have a little bit of everything, you know, I have like an all purpose garden where, you know, I can basically change the world with whatever the couple of plants that I got in the back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, they're all also- purposeful. Yeah I, I also gather a lot from the wild. I work a lot with the wild plants and, and you know I've kind of moved the mugwort from the wild into into my garden um, so that I can I don't have to travel so far to collect it um, because yeah. I use a lot of mugwort for for protection for for psychic work for dream work etc and so and Artemisia vulgaris. Was-
0: Everywhere up here around me, oh, really? you wow. find it. You find it on the roadside. You find it in backyards. You find it in vacant lots. You find it everywhere around here. And people have no idea that it's such a powerful medicine. So I have this thing with my best friend in the summertime. We drive around. I'm like mugwort, mugwort, mugwort. We'll stop. We'll take a clipping of it. We <laughs> call it drive-by yeah. gardening.
1: <laughs> oh, so amazing yeah we have we have a lot of mugwort growing down the center uh, central reservation of the motorways and mm-hmm. um yeah and and she grows a lot by the riverbanks around here actually yes. so you know but but one thing i'm surprised about is that we don't we don't get much wormwood the artemisia absinthium growing very much uh, in in the british isles anymore which is a real shame because it's it's a really hardy plant and it's it's very powerful especially in these times you know it's anti-parasitic Yes. And uh yeah, so we all know what antiparasitics are good for at the moment mm-hmm. so oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so wormwood is really kind of the plant of the moment uh, for me um, with me and my clients and so on a metaphysical level she also cleanses and purifies and releases all those parasitic um, energies as well as mm-hmm. the you know the parasitic entities that are, that are everywhere at the moment because society has become very very toxic um and so you yes. have to kind of adapt and kind of so I like to work with the plants that are of the moment and, and what myself and my clients need
0: absolutely well it, it, you seem to collect them over the years you know you start mm-hmm. th- these diets and you get to know them and then all of a sudden somebody needs something else so you learn it and then yeah. you look back and you're like, wow, I, I'm a living catalogue of this information after a while. You know, you become an encyclopedia yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I have about in, in, in the book, I've, I've kind of written about um, 13 plants specifically mm-hmm. in the second part of the book. And I generally work with about 13, 14 plant spirits, plant and tree spirits. And, and that's yes. all I seem to to need. Um, and I can generally deal with most um, energetic things with those particular. Uh, plants with just that group of plant spirits. And so I work with the, the plant spirits to remove toxicities from my client's energy fields to, um, you know, to kind of remove entities, to remove attachments, oh, intrusions, etc. And so the plant spirits are really amazing at, at helping with, with that. And, and Mugwort, of course, she's just got such a huge broad spectrum of abilities that when you get into the metaphysical world as well, which is why she's the witch's first herb,
0: Absolutely, um,
1: you know, she just does so many things. She's, she's a really amazing ally to have.
0: I feel like she's up there with my number one plant, which is cannabis. Cannabis is like a miracle when it comes to how many different things it treats. And even um, I've come to use it uh, metaphysically as well which a lot of people don't realize that the spirit of, she's still there, you know, just people forgot that you can connect with her on a spirit level.
1: And how do you work with her on a spiritual level?
0: Well, I was taught sacred smoke um, through working with my ancestor spirits, because I'm I'm native myself uh, to the Americas and uh, the Caribbean specifically. And for us smoking and um, the ritual burning of herbs and of plants is really big. So I started there and it's, and it became um, smoking with the plant, smoking with the spirit, you know, burning it, using it as offering, um, trying it, the different varieties that the plant itself comes in and understanding that certain parts of the plant harmonize differently depending on the string that you're using. And, and how to attune yourself spiritually to her energies. It's, it's finally making a resurgence, but it was lost for many, many years.
1: Yeah, I find with um cannabis that it just opens up your psychic channels. Oh, it's just, for real. For, me, for <laughs> me, it just opens up a direct channel to my higher <laughs> self, to my eternal spirit. And so if I've got a problem or, or an issue, you know, you can, you can smoke cannabis or, or, in, you know, you can make cannabis butter if you don't want to smoke. Oh, um, yeah. and, 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 and that kind of opens up what I call a shamanic space where I can just sink into this space of, of just being completely with, uh, in communication with the spirit to help me to, to guide me in the right direction. And, and what she does, it, it's like, she kind of imparts this kind of like, um, as soon as you hit on the answer to something, it just goes in like a, a gnosis. It goes in it's like realism. She yes. gives
0: you reality, like yes. right what you need to know, whether you Absolutely. want to know it or not.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. But but it's it's really important, like you said, that it's it's ceremonial. That's how we approach mm-hmm. um the plant spirits to work within this way. It's it's this it's this um this ritual of burning of meditating of opening a sacred space with it and you know and just really setting a strong intention because what I find is with any plant um, or tree spirit that I'm working with its intention is really important um, as well and so by approaching the plants in this really conscious way yes. we can receive so many teachings from them um, and insights about our life uh, that are so useful and beneficial. And, you know, it's just, yeah, I, I just don't know um, what my life would be without, without the plants, really. I
0: agree with you. Like I've had full-blown religious experiences with working with cannabis and different uh, plant medicines um, to the point where learning things about myself many lifetimes ago that I didn't even know and coming to know who I really am and, and things of that nature, like the plants teach it to you. You know, it's, I noticed that when it comes to spirits, I'm a medium myself. um, So I deal with a lot of different types of spirits. But when it comes to plant spirits, I feel like they give you honesty first. You know, they don't really mess around and try to play with you all that much.
1: No, I mean, I mean, you might not um, understand what they're trying to tell you. Yes, (laughs) but they're being
0: honest about it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it might
1: take you a while to work it out. And sometimes I've, you know, it's taken months or, you know, years later. I'm like, oh, that's what they meant. You know, that's what I saw, you know, because sometimes you get these visions and um, it's difficult to sometimes when especially if you're in the thick of something it's difficult to see the wood for the trees and so you can't you're you're interpreting what you're seeing through a a kind of a bias filter but when you but but it's quite often with the plant spirits they're telling you a truth that you can't quite accept until you're ready to accept it and so
0: It's us. But it's We're us. the problem.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> so as soon as you've got out the way with your stuff, then you can Yeah, they're like, put your what...
0: human side aside and let's get to business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's it's fun to talk to somebody who's experiencing plants very similarly to me. You know, it's
1: Yeah. It's not needed to
0: be written. Sorry. You know. Oh, it really thank did.
1: You. Thank you. Yeah. You know, it was really timely how it came about. For lockdown uh, to write the book, and um, and so I had lockdown, and I you know I, I wrote it in six months, and then took an extra wow. two for editing, and and I just sat and wrote the book because it was hot over here in in the UK at that time, <laughs> and uh, I'd been given all this time, so I was like, okay, wow, I've been given a real gift here by by the plant spirits themselves. I feel, you know, they really held me in that process because it was my first book, and so, you know, I'm, I'd never written anything close to that length okay I've written a thesis you know for my yeah degrees, but that's
0: but... different
1: you know yeah, and different...
0: especially because of the amount of heart that comes through in this book it, it's oh, all no, heart, you. you know thank you um I as somebody who works with plants like reading it like I could see where your head was at you know and it, it and where your thinking was and it, and it was interesting you know because there are a lot of books about plants that are out there, but it's not about plants on a spirit level. It's about plants like, oh, well, this is good for cough. And, you know, you put it in cough syrup and you could give it to your family. And, you know, but yeah. it's like, but why would you use that plant specifically? Like, what is it about that, the spirit of that plant that's calling to the healing? You know, so yeah. this fills in a lot of
1: gaps. Yeah, I think there's been a kind of an overuse of the term plant ally. Because I think it's kind of watered it down, what it actually means. And so people quite often say, oh, my, uh, you know, um, elder is my plant ally whenever I've got a a, a cough starting or a cold coming on. And that's great. I'm sure she is. But plant ally actually means that you are in co-creation with the spirit of the plant, that, you know, the spirit level of the plant. And that you are connected to it in some way and you're working co-creatively with it um, and that you know it and you've nurtured a relationship with it. And so it's 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 working on a much more finer vibration of the plant from from the emotional level within the human self Mm. um, right up to to the spiritual level. And some of the plants can, you know, really connect you to really divine vibrations you know i work with angelica archangelica which is such a beautiful plant and really connects you to those angelic realms you know and so but but they're powerful realms you know people also misinterpret the angelic realms and in in here in the the british isles the angelic realms in our tradition are are the high elves so Mm -hmm. it's the elven realm and so um it's a very it's a similar realm, but it's, you know, it's kind of parallel to the angelic realm, but it's just, it, they're, they're elves rather than angels.
0: See, I, I am an underworld kind of girl. If you're going to find me, you're going to find me in the dirt, in the underworld. I keep to my, my business to myself. <laughs> the other world is just a little, you know, the upper world is a little too cosmic for me. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> yeah, so tell- to be honest, I'm very earth-based myself, so that's why I think I'm, I'm a triple Virgo. So oh. I can access the earthly realms and the inner realms of the earth very easily. Um, so I think that's, yeah, I, I, although I have this connection to the high elves, um, you know, the, it, it's the earthly realms that really draw me in.
0: Yeah, they're the ones that make sense to me. When we get up yeah. into the, the, the elfin realms and up there, I'm kind of like, I'm out of my element. I'm, I'm supposed to be on earth. <laughs> or under it. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about your craft. How do, how do you experience um, your side of spirituality? You know, how would you describe yourself? Because we're, we're a witchcraft and spirituality channel here. We have a lot of pagans on here. We have a lot of witches on here. So I always like to ask, you know, talk about your personal craft a little bit if you're comfortable with the fact
1: yeah sure well um it's developed and changed and evolved over the years and i started off on on a spiritual path before i even discovered the plants and the amazing realm of the plants but i have meditated for many many years i I, i've studied buddhism um did a master's degree in in practicing buddhism and um but I'm, i'm no longer in that tradition um but the essence of Buddhism and, and is, is just pure truth. And so for me, I've always been interested in, in the mind and how the mind works. And so Buddhism just felt like, you know, would, they're masters at, at this kind of thing and knowing, knowing the mind. Well, so I thought. And then then I once I kind of studied that and, and, and then moved. I was living overseas for a long time. And then I moved back home to the British Isles after 15 years and realized that everything i had been studying overseas in India and in, in my master's degree actually was already that wisdom was already within the land of my own islands. So that's the Celtic tradition. And so I really started diving into um, the wisdom traditions of of my own land and realized that the plants bring that alive. And so, yeah, you could call it witchy, et cetera, because when you, um, you know, when you dive into the plant kingdom um, through meditation and through this healing perspective of wanting to expand your consciousness and understand yourself much better, I understand spirituality um, as just understanding the mind yes and so, and so during that 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 whole process the more you work with when I discovered plants and that started bringing all this spirituality alive for me and started helping me access different uh, parts of my consciousness Then that started awakening all my psychic abilities. It started awakening my understanding of my soul lineage and not just my ancestral lineage. And so it's really started awakening deeper and deeper aspects of myself and my psyche and um, you know, my kind of reason for being here, my purpose, et cetera. And so the plants really just awaken us. And so I think my path really has been, A path of awakening through the the plants really and then helping um others to do the same because because once you once you start to understand these things and you become psychic yes you want to share it with people but also you realize that you know it's it's a gift and and there it's a responsibility and so therefore you want to be in service to that you want to be in service to that that the greater good um and to, to help others so yeah that's where i absolutely. come from
0: absolutely that's that's wonderful i mean i i agree with you 100% um my path is very similar to that um in not i found buddhism first for whatever reason um i came to reading books about written by the dalai lama when i was in like middle school and high school you know trying to fix some stuff inside <laughs> and yeah. it grew from there um i come from a family that we've been practicing for many years. So there's a lot of most of us are gifted in some kind of way. Uh, but it wasn't till I started really focusing on the plants where I truly went into the journey of like understanding self, and like mm. putting pieces back together. And that's what he was working with the plants working down that path of like, self reflection, but in tandem with the plant, you know, um, Again, Rosemary,
1: yeah. that's my plan, you know well, wow, she just awakens <laughs> all those forgotten memories in the, the oh, dark yeah. corners of your mind, doesn't she she I've had some really amazing experiences of of Rosemary um, once with with one of my teachers, Pam Montgomery, who you might know she's she lives in mm-hmm. Vermont, and um, she did as a little kind of um, rosemary uh, session in in one of our training courses. And 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 suddenly just by smelling rosemary, you know, and and had taking us through this uh, shamanic journey, I was racing down this corridor in my mind's eye. And then I emerged into a a past life in Egypt. But that just shows you the power of this plant that's been worked with for millennia. And yet Mm -hmm. people just use just to kind of make their potatoes taste better, you know, not really the the vast vast potential of this just magnificent beautiful plant
0: I always make a point to cook with it when I'm sad when I'm like feeling depressed and all about myself and my life I'll make chicken and I'll put rosemary in it and it it always picks me back up I always feel better after that meal you know Uh, it just it satisfies something like emotional in me as well again that's my
1: Yeah, I tend to, I, my turn to for when I'm having a bit of a rough day or a bad day is St. John's Ward. That, that kind of really envelops me in this beautiful kind of light and just yeah. kind of like lifts my spirits a little bit and, and, and tunes me back into my heart so that I can feel that inspiration a little, a little bit again. So yeah, I, I tend to go towards St. John's Ward, but I'm going to try Rosemary next time.
0: <laughs> try it. I'm telling you, it'll help. It always does. <laughs> so tell me are you going to be writing another book do we have anything else that we can expect from you
1: oh wow well you know the that book is um <clears throat> is an introduction to my work really so I do have plans to expand it and and how to work co-creatively for psychic surgery
0: beautiful
1: I work with my, um on a really detailed level um to uh, forensically clear my clients' uh, energy fields through just psychically, and uh, I work with the, all the plant spirits to do that. And so it it really kind of they they really we basically release all of the toxicities from people's energy fields, so that they can experience what it's like being in their own energy field on their own with just Ooh. themselves. Because a lot of people carry a lot of attachments or or splits and tears in their energy field where life force leaks and things get get in. Yeah. Um, And And a lot of
0: people don't know themselves in that, that soul capacity anymore. You're right about that. I've seen it myself.
1: Um, Yeah. And so, so, so this, this aspect of working, this aspect of working with uh, plant spirits um, for psychic surgery is quite unusual. And so that would, I'd like to write a book about that someday.
0: when you do, please come back on our show and let's talk about it. I would love to read it and chat with you again about it. Of
1: course. I would love it. I would love it.
0: So tell us a little bit about what you have going on right now. Do you have any classes? Do you have anything you want
1: to shout out? Oh, tell thank us. you. <laughs> well, I've got an online course. Um, it's hosted on Thinkific, um, but you can, get, you can find it through my, my website, which is plantconsciousness.com. Um, I'm quite concentrated on my book at the moment and my healing practice, you know, people are really having a hard time at the moment. And so I'm doing a lot of um, client work at the moment. Um, and uh, and I sell a lot of uh, my essences, the, the essence range that is uh, on the, in the apothecary at plant, plantconsciousness.com as well. And so, so this is where I'm at, at the moment. And I like to kind of keep things really simple through the winter. I don't like to kind of exert too much because I like to take the time to, to dream in the following year with the plants as well. What do we want to do together next year? What do we, how do we want to play? And what do we want to create? So I generally take the winter to, to do that.
0: Oh, same here. i have always planted my garden come January. Ah, beautiful. <laughs> so how can all the viewers stay in touch with you? What are your social media links? You know, how can we keep up with what you've got going on?
1: Um, well, I'm on Facebook. I have a plant consciousness page on Facebook, but that's about it. I'm not really a social media bunny, I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> I, I did I did have an Instagram page. But I, yeah, yeah I just did. Oh, we got really to get
0: you out there. <laughs> There's a lot so of people just, out there.
1: Yeah, people just can find me on my website. That's the, the, the best thing, really. But, but Facebook as well.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It has been wonderful reading your book. Um, everybody needs to go out and buy a copy of this this is a great resource when you're learning how to work with the plant spirits i highly recommend it guys like you know me i tell you the truth if i don't like it i'll tell you but this one i really do like (laughs) Uh, for everyone we want to thank emma for coming um i'm athena silver your host i'm a professional psychic medium you can find me at my website greetingswithathenasilver.com my Facebook is Readings with Athena Silver. My Instagram is Athena.Silver. And my TikTok is Athena underscore Silver. We do different episodes bi-weekly on, available on YouTube and on all podcasting platforms. And we thank you for joining us today. We'll see you not next weekend, but the week after that. Have a great day, everyone.